here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.1 FM in Johannesburg. 21 minutes past 2 o'clock is our time here on Lifetime Live and we speak to Martin Manamela who is a life coach, author, a mentor, relationship and marriage counsellor joining us on the line uh, talking about why throwing money into our relationship problems is not the thing to do really. Hi uh, Martin, welcome. Yeah, how are you my sister? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm excellent. Thanks for having me and thanks also to the listeners for listening and choosing SAFM. Yes, leading the conversation on relationships now. So this is, I guess, touching a little bit on forgiveness as well in terms of relationships and why we try and avoid certain things that are, you know, deemed a bit difficult and we just throw money at, at situations. Why? Why are we throwing money at our relationship problems? Look, um, there's a whole lot of reasons to that, and one of them being uh, every relationship has a model. Every relationship is guided by particular principles. So at the foundation of a relationship, these things need to be clear, you know, because some people attract their partners through money, and some attract them with, uh, you know, very strong uh, principles and morals. Mm-hmm. So now, if you have attracted me with money, already I'm thinking, this is how I'm going to live. You, you lavish money at, my, at me, and then we have a, we have a good go. Mm-hmm. You know, because there are people who are materialistic. Unfortunately, they are there. And if you, you, you get a partner from the beginning, from the foundation of the relationship, who's materialistic, that's what it is. That's what, that's what is going to get to guide the relationship. So if you don't have a pr- petrol in the car, then we have a very serious problem. Mm. That's how normally it happens. And there are certain problems, though, because it, and as much as we might try to avoid the issues of money, m- uh, love itself is costly. You cannot run a relationship, you know, penniless. You just have to have money. So there are those problems that require money, and there are those that require us to sit down and talk. So when that foundation has been established to, to not be the right kind of foundation now in the relationship, can it be redone? So if the foundation was, you know, the, the person is materialistic and that's what we know them to be and we're just going to get into the relationship with them anyway, can that be changed? I'll tell you what, every, every challenge has a solution. However, certain challenges are not so easy because now if I'm materialistic, I need to firstly look at to how did I become that kind of a person? What motivation, you know, what motivated that? So if from a, from a young age I've been thrown money at as a, the biggest solution ever, it, it has now become a part of who I am. Mm. I see that as part of my character. I, when I don't have money, I lose it. When I don't have money, I would rather even go and steal. I cannot stay without money because I grew up with having money around, people throwing money uh, you know, at me. So mental, when, when, I, when we want to attack, attack this, you know, and you are taking it mentally and you say, but look, look at this, we, we're trying to reason and be logical about it. My emotions are not logical. So I still have a problem. You can say whatever you say, and I, will, I would agree with you because when you reason, I understand your, your, where you're coming from, and I understand your I can agree with you. 
but my character, my behavioral pattern has re- already been so much instilled in me that, listen, you, money is the solution for you. So you'll find that I'll end up lying a lot, saying that, no, you know, I'm, I'm no longer going to do this. Uh, you know, yes, I can try and work with you. But you find that I keep on repeating the same mistakes over and over again. So some will be solved and, resol- and, and, and redone, but unfortunately some will not. What about the principle of men being providers that is such an underlying principle in society that we raise men to be providers? Is that then a, a toxic thing when it comes to relationship? Actually, that on its own has created a problem in a relationship because when you say, we, we've said that men are providers, but we forgot the fact that the word prov- provider it's broad. So we we zeroed it in to money. Mm. But how about, what, what, what happens then when I've thrown money at you, but I'm always absent emotionally, and I'm always absent in the house? You'll still be unhappy. Still, that is a problem on its own. So I come back and say, listen, lady, I married you, and therefore I paid a lot of lobola for it in that. Secondly, I bought you a house. Thirdly, I give you money each and every month. You, you are bought your cars. What more do you want of me? Because I've been taught that money solves everything. So when I give you money, I've, I think that, uh, and I buy you things, I think that uh, I've given you everything. And therefore, yeah. that's why I say that on its own has created a problem. There's got to be a balance. When we say provider, the man has to provide spiritually. The man has to provide emotionally. He has to also provide intellectually. So I cannot yeah. only provide financially and be absent in other areas. There is a, a certain level of respect, though, that a man with money does have. Why is it that, you know, women are more understanding and forgiving towards a rich man and will accept really, you know, things that are, you know, below par in terms of the substance and character of that man? Of course, it goes back to, to, to culture, the way we have grown. Culture has taught us that a man who has money is a real man. So you grow up with that to say he needs to be respected because he's a real man. Going back to issues of polygamy, for example, you know, where you find that they say as long as you can support, then it's okay. You can marry more women. Unless you're not able to, then you cannot marry more. So it's all that is attached to money. So I will respect you because you have a lot of money. And from home, I've been taught that, you know what? As long as he can provide for you, don't complain. So as a woman, I grew up and saying, you know what? I will only disrespect a man who does not have money. Any other area, his flawed character and everything, we can talk about it. As long as the kids can go to school, as long as I can eat, as long as the fridge is full and accounts are paid, that's a man. So we've, we've actually, you know, downgraded men, you know, a man, a real man and a leader to money. And that's why men end up being so much under pressure, because they think that all they can do is to provide money. And the the, the dynamics have changed. Women have money today. So where is your role then as a man if all you know is to provide financially? So if now you have a woman in the house and she, she earns more money than you, because women today work. In the past, they used not to. That's why those things, those kind of um, principles and teachings will work. But today, the dynamics have changed. And And we need to look into that and say, today women know how to make their own money. So if the woman you have in your life has, you know, knows how to make their own money, where is your role?
Let's take a look at another angle and I'll pose the question and then you can answer after our news headlines because we need to cross over to that now. But the other angle of women, you know, due to, well, I don't know, I'll say insecurities, spending money and a lot of money at maintaining their looks or changing their looks, going under the knives, things like that, and even just simple things, not even that that far off in terms of changing their looks and maintaining their looks to try and impress, you know, their men when they feel like they're losing that uh, attention or they're losing that spark. Also, another way that money is being used to cover up the real issue and kind of, you know, keep things moving, but not really dealing with the deep-seated issue. But uh, let's hold your thoughts on that, Martin, and we'll uh, answer that after the news headlines. It's half past two. Over to you, Udzile. Discussions impacting your life the most. Talking relationships with Martin Manamela, we are talking about throwing money into a relationship to avoid dealing with the real issues and challenges of that relationship. You can call us on 0891-104-207 here on Lifetime Live. SMS 40938 at 150 per SMS. WhatsApp 061-410-4107. And you can tweet us as well at SAFM Radio. So there's nothing wrong with a woman spending money to make herself look, you know, gorgeous, as gorgeous as she wants to. But what happens when it's now in an unhealthy way and the woman is using money to improve her looks for keeping this man? That's a very big problem because, uh, you know, insecurity cannot be removed or, or, or dealt with because, um, you know, through through makeup. You are making up your skin. You're putting, you know, some enhances you know, extensions and all those and eyelashes and stuff, but inwardly you, you still are empty, you still are lonely. Because we need to also understand that uh, loneliness is not, um, you know, the absence of people, but loneliness is rather, uh, you know, the absence of your inner emptiness. Mm. If you are empty on the inside, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be um, lonely even in the presence of people. So once you see a person... You know, wanting to keep a man. And that's one of the, 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 the biggest problems that we are facing today because women are trying to keep somebody who does not want to be kept. You want to keep somebody who wants to go. Somebody tells you that I don't want you anymore. I'm giving somebody else an attention, but you want to follow me and fight with other women and stuff. There's a problem there. If I know your value as a woman, if I know your value, I would not leave. We can't, because we need to understand that your beauty on the outside, I might admire it, but my, me admiring your beauty does not mean that I value you. Mm. I may admire you to make you my sex experience, and after that, I go. I may admire you to make you my trophy when I go and meet whoever people that are there because you look like you look the part. But I'm only going to stay with somebody that I value and respect. So in as much as you can use money, you know, to try and titivate yourself so that you can keep me, I, I make that decision. I'm not going to be kept because you smell good. I'm not going to be kept because of that makeup. Be, under that makeup, there's a broken woman. Under that makeup, there's a woman who's maybe you grew up without a father. You're looking for a father figure. So we need to look deep down and say, basically, what is the problem? We cannot keep on covering it with material and, and cars and parties and all of the entertainment that you can think about. We need to, do, to zero it down and say, what is the real problem here? I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday, I was um, 
you know, counseling this couple, right? Mm. So the woman says, I started feeling unloved and, you know, no longer beautiful because this man started, you know, showing other women more attention and giving them more attention. And when I started talking to the man, because I dealt with the woman, but, but after that, I dealt with the man and I said, let's talk. What is the problem here? I realized that this man is very angry at his father. He actually even started, bro- he just broke down and started crying when I, when I entered this, uh, you know, area in, her, in his life. He started crying. He said, I'm actually looking for attention. Mm-hmm. I actually made him aware that that's what he's looking for. He, he, so, so he's going to be going out, you know, dating different kind of women, not because that the one that he's with is not good enough, but the one that he's with is good enough and appreciating him, but he can't get enough of that because he's never had the, that kind of love from a father. So he's still looking for it, but he's looking for it at wrong places, in women. So he keeps on breaking women because he wants to feel strong because his father made him to feel like he's a nobody. So that rejection, yeah. he never dealt with it. So he had, he had, the, the rejection has now made him to be this, uh, you know, guy who just goes in and out, in and out. So now, if you're a woman and you're dealing with that kind of a man, imagine how many men you're going to change and how much money you're going to spend trying to keep a broken man. We've got uh, serious, uh, you know, heavy loads of forgiving to do. I think it's just the human race in general, especially when it comes to relationship. We're all caring so, so much. So on the issue of the so-called blessers, then if we can just unpack that as well and how, you know, they are perceived to have money and also they are accustomed to throwing money on anything. Does it mean then they never, you know, mature? They never want self, you know, and uh, personal improvement because to them it's about money. And if you have money, then you are sorted. Any person who spends money to keep anybody in their life, whether it's a woman or it's a man, anybody who does that, that person has a personal, a serious personal problem. Because at the same time, it questions your values and your morals because you are saying you can actually buy a human being. So you, 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 you look at a human being and say, as long as I can give this person 10,000 rand, you know, this night, tonight, then I can have them. They can belong to me. You know, I am somebody. Why do you want to feel important by throwing money at people? Why do you want people to talk about you highly about you as somebody who has money? Because just simply because you are throwing money at people. It means you have a personal problem within you there's a challenge within you there's also a challenge of not respecting people you might have also grown you know uh, you know in a poor stricken background whereby now money makes you feel like you're a better person clothes make you feel like you're a better person when you have material you feel like you're, you're you are worth something and that on its own is a problem that needs to be solved uh, you know at all costs so you cannot throw money at people and say you are respecting them. You cannot mm. throw money at people and say it's a, it's a healthy relationship. That's already sick on its own. That's why questions of Lobola, even in the past, when we, when we talk about it, you, a man when he says, I now own you because I paid. So because I paid Lobola, I now feel that I have bought you. So because I bought you, now you belong to me. Then I can give you, you know, rules upon rules, and I can be your, you know, you know, your, your not even a leader, but um, somehow your boss in a relationship. So bless us, you know, think the same way. Because I've paid money, then you belong to me. That is not respect. 
Another, you know, layer, and maybe we can just end with this, is, you know, in a case of abusive relationships where, uh, you know, I show up with a bunch of flowers, I book you a weekend away with your friends and buy you an expensive perfume, and all of a sudden we're not supposed to talk about what happened and you can just forgive. That's why a lot of people end up, uh, you know, you know, committing suicide and uh, they go under depression and they cry every night. You're very lonely because you have flowers that smell good, but you don't have your man. You know for sure that, uh, you know, he's not yours. He's just going to, you know, continue to live whichever way. And uh, by the way, as women, I think most women have allowed this. You need to have limits as a woman. If a man does something to you and he hurts you emotionally and, 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 and after he has hurt you, all he can do is to buy you gifts. You are saying you are actually enabling him. You are an enabler of his character. You are a, a sponsorship of his character because you are, you are, you are sponsoring him by, by this, um, you know, your character says to him, no, it's fine as long as you can buy me a car it's okay, you can go ahead and cheat on me. As long as you can buy me a watch, it's okay, you may be absent, you know? So we are saying it's okay to him. So as long as he doesn't know that there's very, you know, uh, there's going to be serious repercussions of his actions, he will never stop. He'll continue to sponsor you with money because he knows that that's what makes you to keep quiet. And that kind of a man will never, ever, at any given point, respect you. Okay, so where do we find you on social media, Martin? I'm on Facebook, Martin Speaker Manamela. I'm on Instagram, Manamela Martin. I'm also on Twitter, Martin Mannix. Um, you know, you can call me the love doctor. Most people call me the love doctor because <laughs> of, uh, you know, the kind of work that I do. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Martin Manamela is the way to go. Info at married or buried.co.za. Info at married or buried. .co.za. They can email me there or just check the website www.meridoberry.co.za. Awesome stuff. Thanks again for your time, Martin. Thank you so much. Martin Manamela, life coach, author, mentor, relationships and marriage counselor, chatting to us here on Lifetime Live. We're going to take a short break and then go to our essay history lesson, Umkhabulu.